If you're out there and you're in that trying to make a living and carve out your space in the musician world, it's awareness, acceptance, demand for your brand. You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast. And now for your host, music director of the stars, Nomad. Oh, no, no, really. You're too kind. Please, please. I insist. Stop clapping. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of The Career Musician with yours truly, Nomad. Today we have Josh Pegram, branding mastermind and dot connector. Buckle in as we're talking about dilution by overdistribution, the three main elements of branding 101, awareness, acceptance, demand. And this is all coming from someone who has worked extensively with iconic figures and brands such as Randy Jackson and Geico, the band Perry, Garth Brooks, Taylor Swift, Tommy Sims, and a host of others. Josh is the main dot connector. Okay, Nomad here with Josh Pegram. Josh, just from the little bit that I've known him, and it's literally, what, a handful of hours? Yes, yeah, here we're sitting in the studio, getting to know each other. You yeah. strike me as a, a, a genius type. I don't use that word lightly. And what I mean by that is you're very aware. You're aware of everything that's going on, and you can see layers. Uh, you don't just look at people and take face value. I see you seeing through the layers. And uh, anyway, what would you call yourself? How can I introduce you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's very kind what you just said, man. That's very that's very nice. Like I told you earlier in the studio, what do I, I, you know, there's so many beautiful titles and, and all that. I connect the dots for folks, like we were talking earlier. I, I just like to see around the corner a bit if I can uh, for folks and connect passionate people with other passionate people that don't do the same thing that but complement each other. So I don't know. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Just you, That's a knack. I, I, you know, I, I guess, yeah. It's innately know, born in you. Yeah, I just loved always introducing people and being, yeah. So I met you under the auspice of of Tommy Sims' manager today. Yeah, yeah. Correct? Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's, there's worse titles to be called. And, uh, <laughs> that's an incredible Yeah, yeah, Tommy's a, Tommy's a sweetheart. We're getting Tommy back out into the space. And uh, literally, this is one of his first kind of saying, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. So we got this call 24 hours ago. but Incredible. So last night, I'm in my studio working mm-hmm. on some music, and I got a text from Tommy. Uh, Brother Nomad, I'm coming to your fair city. You know, I love Tommy's, you know, the way his way with words is beautiful. Uh, yes. He says, man, would you be available, blah, blah, blah. I said, absolutely. I jumped on the phone. I'm like, dude, Tommy, yes. Yeah. If I see his name, I'm like, clamoring. Sweetheart, yeah. Uh, so he says, we're here at Sunset Sound Studios. Historic. Yes. 50 years and running here yes. in Hollywood. And then we jump in today. We're doing a song for The Voice. The Voice, yeah. the Voice which is airing I'm, Monday. Yeah. Monday. And the, right. uh, or do we have to have it mastered by a Monday, it goes to iTunes. Yeah, I think tomorrow, Tommy said you have to have it mixed and mastered. Yeah, yeah, Saturday. yeah. So yeah. you guys have been killing it in there and everything's done. And so, yeah, we're out here. We got it all pulled together. And um, that's the beautiful thing about, you know, as I said, sitting around the campfire, we don't do anymore because of social media and we, we don't connect. Right. And because especially in, in the space you're in, send me a file. The downside to that for artists, business people, whoever, in these halls, just like you and I connected today and we now have a relationship you don't get that 
And so you, we would have never had the chance to be while we're waiting for the drummer to do his parts or whatever mm. have you. We're sitting on the couch just going, what do you do? What do you do? And then it gets deeper. And uh, now we're having a real conversation about Nomad and the brand. Wow. And like, what, so, you know, so that's, uh, well, that's, that's what I love. You're cultivating the relationships, yes. the, the rapports. Like uh-huh. you said, that doesn't happen anymore. I would guess I've been on some TV sets. You know, I've, I've worked some uh, TV dates and stuff. It's similar there because you're there all day. Yeah. And it's a hurry up and wait thing. Yes. So you're hanging out, talking. And, and, but you, like you said, the music has, has missed that element because of technology advancements. We don't we don't have to be in the same room at the same time. No, no. It's, right. it's, it's you know, it's done a lot of great things, but it's also, and you know, I know it's overused, um, but it's pulled back so many integral parts of how commerce is done. And more importantly, the support of the human element. You know, because, I mean, just in music, I mean, this is a tough – entertainment is a tough business. Business is a tough business, especially if you're running one by yourself or you got a few folks around you. And you've been doing this for how long? How many years did we say? Yeah, a lot of time. I mean, you're you're a professional. Right. Literally a professional. Career musician. Yeah, career musician. And people – and this is how we started talking – And, you know, from guys like Bob Doyle, who Mm -hmm. manages Garth that I worked with, and what we discussed earlier to guys like Tommy Sims, everyone, if you're not out there creating awareness, acceptance to ban, and I'll break that down more, you've got to be doing that daily. And social media is good for that, but we're diluted by it. And so I'm throwing throwing too many corny cliches, but they they impacted me at some point. So dilution by distribution. And I got that from uh, when I was in the cable industry executive producing VOD. We used to say that. We were very careful. But I I think that's what happens with social media. You get diluted. Well, you may be able to tell by the background noise, we were in the studio, Sunset Sound Studios, responsible for Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, Prince Records, you name it, everybody who's anybody in rock and roll, hip hop, pop, any genre, any time period, anybody who's anybody has been there working. And what I really enjoyed about this session is that it was a great hang amongst friends. We had Tommy Sims, who was producing. He put it all together for Kyla Jade, the contestant on The Voice. And we recorded the song that Tommy wrote last year that she performed on the show. James Waddell was there from Nashville at the helm, the soundboard. Aaron Lindsay on keys. Kevin Randolph on keys. Victor Andrizio on drums. Tommy was playing bass and myself on guitar, of course. And then there was this dude hanging out and i'm like yo who is this dude he's quiet he's not really playing he's just kind of tinkering around turns out it was the main dot connector josh pegram (laughs) he was there helping tommy put this whole thing together and uh, let me tell you what a great experience it turned out to be oh and by the way we were in studio one which also happens to be the purple rain studio because prince was holed up there for many years making his masterpieces Blasting the stereotype of musicians. Follow us at the Career Musician Podcast. How did the music bug bite you? And then what was your trajectory? And how did you arrive at this position you're at now? Well, I was fortunate enough to still have an uncle that's in the music to business to this day. And he was just always happy. So I said, I'm going that route. Started with a group in 1975, he did, called ZZ Top. 
She's got legs. Yeah, a little groove. Yeah, a little ZZ Top. <laughs> Billy Gibbons. I was doing sound check with Billy Gibbons when I was a kid. So at 10 years old, I'd be at front of house, and I'd just be like, I want to do this when I get older. So fast forward, I knew because the industry was so hard to get into, but I knew I wanted to do it. Well, I took my corporate background. I was in the cable industry. I worked for Xfinity and uh, Cox, a smaller company. So I said, how can I take my gifts and translate those into the music business? So I cold called. I went to Nashville, moved my wife and I, kept my day gig in the Xfinity cable world, and created the first ever Garth Brooks video on demand channel. And then that led to a Taylor Swift exclusive. Then that led to a Soul Train exclusive. So while I was doing that, Bob Doyle, who manages Garth and has since day one, got to watch me and he took a chance on me and said, Would you want to do business? And I to him, and we got to sign a group called the Band Perry. That's the very quick story, and it's, you know, as you say, I was out there hustling every day, and still am. Well, that's what caught my attention when we were talking earlier. You mentioned, man, it's a hustle. And I always say that. I always call it the New York shuffle and the L.A. hustle. Or, I like or that. Whatever. I like that. No yeah. matter where you're at, you've yes. got to be chucking and jiving, hustling your ass off. Yeah. You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad. Okay, folks, this isn't the first time you heard me say it, that L.A. hustle, the New York shuffle, no matter how you want to slice it, Josh recognizes that. And guess what? All the other people I speak to in different industries, they say the same thing. It doesn't matter which lane you're driving in. The point is, if you're not moving, if you're not going forward, then you're stagnant. And you ain't doing nothing. That's the whole premise, once again, of the career musician. To remind everybody that, hey, this is a business. It's a career. It's not just a job. It's not just a gig. Sure, day to day, month to month, it's made up of a bunch of different jobs and gigs. But you got to treat it like the career that it is. What I took away from this excerpt is that Josh said when he transitioned into music, he molded his music career after his career in the corporate executive world. Therefore, he's setting himself up for success, in my opinion. Because again, this is not just music, it's not just creative, it's also an industry unto itself. And you can't enter into any industry without a game plan and without some daily consistency to get to your end game. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. As a career musician, as an artist, as somebody who needs to brand themselves, you have a clear idea of what that looks like on paper. Yeah, and this was shared and stuff I've picked up along the path by people before me. So, But uh, it's broken down into this, and this really, I think, uh, goes for artists, musicians, producers. If you're out there and you're in that trying to make a living and carve out your space in the musician world, it's awareness acceptance demand for your brand so i'm going to say nomad today okay josh pegram i've got to do it every day sure whiteboard and do awareness acceptance demand and what that means is people have to know what you're doing don't ever think that people well they know what i'm doing i've been doing it a long time whether it's six months or 60 years Mm -hmm. because if you take that awareness factor out, so get up every day and go, okay, I've got to stay on the awareness campaign. Let people know I'm willing to work. These are my styles. This is what I've transitioned into. Always done this. That goes into one of the most important, if not acceptance. So acceptance in the industry yeah. to the decision makers. Okay. Yeah. And then ultimately that goes out into the, the masses. Okay. Man, I love that sound. I love that. What 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 is that? So that's where the acceptance come in. The once those two keep going, mm-hmm. then you get the demand. Once people have a taste of it and they realize they like it, then they're going to start demanding it. Yeah, then they start demanding it, okay. and that's. But it's always you, you can't ever take one for granted. So, and the old saying, it's not what you know, but it's who you know. That's kind of right. But the saying, and I think it's in the Little Red Book, they call it. It's not what you know, it's not who you know, but it's who knows of you, who knows you and what you're doing. So that all ties in together. I make this mistake all the time. I think, well, no, I already told this person that I'm composing and producing and doing my own thing as an artist. So I don't have to keep reminding them. Well, you know what? It's not so much reminding as it is the old proverb, out of sight, out of mind. So sometimes we just have to reach out. It's not like we're trying to say, hey, you need to hire me. But you know what? Just cultivate the relationships within your network and keep growing so that you get new ones. And you never know what'll happen. That's the awareness that Josh is talking about. People have to be aware of what you're doing. And then second, they need to accept it, right? I know it's hard for me sometimes to even accept that I'm doing this for myself. But guess what? If I don't accept it, how is anybody else gonna accept it? So I gotta believe in myself. Positive reinforcement. And then finally, Hopefully, that'll cultivate a demand for what we're doing. And it's so hard because music is an intangible. And you know what? The market is diluted. It's oversaturated. So it is hard to stand out. But I truly believe if we're true to ourselves, in the long run, it'll break through. Subscribe to the Career Musician Podcast on iTunes. All right, a little bit of putting the foot on the other shoe here. Number one, awareness. Mm -hmm. You said earlier also 
creating awareness on social media. However, there's a fine line between that and dilution of over distribution. Mm -hmm. Social media yes. is is exemplary of that. It's all they do. It's I always say it's market saturation. It's yeah, it's saturated. So with number one awareness and not diluting it, how do what's the fine line? Well, it's first of all, not uploading everything you have. It's kind of like talking in a conversation. You know, we when we all do it, uh, we talk way more than we listen. So if we listen, you know, you can get some very great elements. It's knowing your audience and knowing that space of going, okay, I feel like I've got something worthy to put out to the masses now. But if you're just putting out everything as a, as a test... It's it just gets bogged down in this. I mean, you're competing. There is no more three networks and cable every day. This kid at Walmart a month ago, the yodeler, you know, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it's overnight. So, you know, someone like yourself or that's in the profession, you've got great material. It's knowing when to put it out and say, okay, I think the market's ready. I've been very on purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think your audience will respect that. All right. I know I'm guilty of putting everything up there in cyberspace. Because I'm like, oh my God, I'm amazing. This is the one. This is the song that's going to break me, take me to the top. All right, let's get real, folks. We got to be realistic with ourselves, right? Knowing when to post something, knowing when to put it up, and knowing how much to put up. Don't just throw everything up there all the time, right? Being more selective with it. That's one thing that stands out for me in this segment. The other thing is, geez, I'm guilty right now. Talking too much. We tend to talk more than we listen. I'm in this new phase. I want to listen. I want to absorb and ingest knowledge and wisdom. So I always say, keep your eyes and ears wide open and your mouth shut. Look, I can be better at that, so I'm gonna work on it. Also, taking the time to learn our audience. Each audience is different. Not everybody likes everything. When you say we're creating awareness, again, the second part is you said you're creating the awareness, but as an artist, creator, whatever we want to call ourselves, we're capable of doing more than one thing. Mm -hmm. And you just said you just got to let people know that. A lot of times when you let people know you're transitioning to this, you're transitioning to that, the acceptance doesn't come. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you, Nomad, as a guitar player. You're a guitar player. That's what you're always going to be. Don't tell me you're a producer. Don't tell me you're a composer. Don't tell me. Definitely don't tell me you're an artist. I'll never accept that. So then how? How do you go? How, well, how do you work through that pitfall? It's it's a great question, and man, it's so interesting because you know the people that I perceive to do great things, you know, they're always transitioning, they're always doing different things. But you're exactly right. If you're branded as the guitar player with these five or six sounds, and he's the guy, the minute you go on tour, your phone stops ringing because, first of all, perception. Yes. Right. The perception. Is he's good. He's good. I'll give it to somebody else. There's a young up and coming. So again, it goes back to the awareness and making sure your message is clear. Guys, don't perceive for me what I do. This is what I do. And you're constantly without abusing that right to send information, letting them know I do these things. You said the magic word, abusing that right. It's okay to let people know you don't feel like it becomes bothersome. 
Well, it's again, how much you're, if you're sending every day, all constantly out there, hey guys, uh, Nomad's a guitar player. You know me for that. You know me, I'm on tour with Babyface. You also know this, but you may not, I produce. I'm doing I this new project. I see. So I don't think that's abusing, especially when you've worked as hard as you, I always say for musicians, it takes about eight hours a day since you're five to get in rooms like this. That's right. You know, so it's a long time. So people want to hear, you know, they want to hear from you. I'll use, and I think I can use the name, Jonathan Kane. He's the keyboard player for Journey. Absolutely. We discussed this. You know, there, you know, just because he wrote, you know, the Don't Stop Believing Faithfully, all those great songs, he had 10 just huge songs. He came into Nashville and people would not accept that he could write country. So, it, you know, it's it's just and he had it, 10 of the biggest songs in pop music. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, it's uh, again, Tommy's sitting over there in the corner. It's people are going, well, Tommy is a producer. He's a bass player. They may not know. They know he can sing. We know that. Right. But they don't know to the extent. So is he abusing his right by telling the public at the right time? Hey, guys, I'm going to let you guys know I do sing. Chris Stapleton, he was known as a songwriter and a great instrumentalist, you know, guitar player. Yeah. Did he abuse his right by going, you know what, I'm going to let people know what I really do now. Right. So I know Brad think Paisley has a similar story. He started as a session guitar player. Yeah, Brad was a player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got signed young. Um, Keith Urban was as known as that guitar guitar. guitar. Player? You're gonna get locked gotcha. in a box, but I think you can get locked in a few boxes. I love that. Yeah, I don't think you have to be locked in one. <laughs> it's like a badge of honor I wore my whole life, my whole career. I never just wanted to be known for doing one thing, partly because I freaking love everything when it comes to music. I love country. That chicken picking you hear right there. I love flamenco. I love classical. I love jazz. I love Latin. I love Cuban music. I love rock and roll. I love hip hop. I love R&B. I love funk. Oh my goodness. I love everything. Please don't lock me in a box. But guess what? Sometimes you got to focus to get to where you want to go. Learning the secrets of the industry from the veterans who know it best. Be sure to subscribe to the Career Musician Podcast. So as long as you trickle it out, it's not annoyance and bothersome. Just be smart about how you market yourself in that part to yeah. gain the acceptance in multiple areas. Yeah, because there's probably somebody on the other end wanting to find, man, who do I know that can do this? That's what I found. Now let's talk about the demand. Uh-huh. Because again, market saturation sure. is obvious. Uh-huh. And I believe the talent pool is too deep. Mm-hmm. The demand pool isn't even shallow. It doesn't even exist. It's almost like seems like we're operating in this vacuum. For instance, as a composer, uh-huh. well, I want to compose for a TV show. Right. Well, you come to LA, you're here in LA. How many other com- hopeful composers are there? Let's just say for argument's sake, there's 50,000 hopeful composers in LA that could, I don't know. Right. Let's just say. Mm -hmm. How do you stand out? How does one stand out from 50,000? As a composer or- Again, you're transitioning. Now you're transitioning. Your talent and skill level is up the roof because you've been working on it for 20 some odd years. Right. But now you want to transition from a marketing standpoint, from an awareness and acceptance standpoint, how do you stand out to gain that demand? Well, that's why you've got to be doing this as part of the ultimate hustle. 
doing this in a creative, tasteful way, but doing it every day. So those who have the decision mm. to draw the demand and can make the decision are going, you know what? I have been here in Nomad, Tommy Sims, whoever composes. I've been hearing this, hearing this, hearing this. So it's that minute when they go, okay, I've got to get him over here. So they have to arrive at their own. Yeah, but you, but if they don't, if, if you just assume, if you will, that they know I composed, I told them. Well, no, man, they're getting 50,000 other people telling them. So, but your talent level is going to set you apart in, the, in that anything you do at a great level, as we referred to earlier, the, you know, 10,000 hours it takes, right. you guys have smoked that. So just because there's 50,000 others out there doing it, first of all, you have a resume in doing it. You have a history. You have the advantage of being on tour, seeing what the masses really are. You're getting to see the fans' reactions. And because we sit on Sunset Boulevard or we sit in our offices or a music row, we start getting so locked into what we perceive they think. So if you're out on tour, use that to the advantage. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. No, you have to understand, we, people. This that's is just two brothers needed a hug at some point in life, man, and said, I'll hug on you, you hug on me. This is audio. I'm sitting in the room between Tommy Sims on my right and Josh Pegram on my left. And really, you can't have the right hand without the left hand because one informs the other. And I found this is what I, what I like to, to say. I think this is what we need. I want to be the guy in people's life that you can cry on my shoulder, but you can also high five with me. And I don't think we have enough of that. I I think we got folks that will either high five with you or they love it when you're down. We're in a society that loves people when they're down for some reason. And I want to be on both sides. I want to be that call. And I think that's an important thing. It's got to be authentic. And we're we're in a land of, I call it, synthetic vulnerability and, and authenticity. People know that's buzzwords, but it's really synthetic. So if you really are authentic and, you're, and you love on people at their darkest moment and you have these gifts, then, then that's when all the things start falling in place. <laughs> Leave a light on. Because I'm coming back, baby. Woo! So this is the song that Kyla Jade sang on The Voice. It's called Last Tear. Tommy Sims wrote it and produced it, and we all played on it for this session. And what Josh is talking about here, man, let me tell you, there was no synthetic vulnerability going on at that session. It's realness. He's talking about connecting with people. Social media and all of the 
cool new tech ways we have of branding and marketing is amazing and I love it and I want to use it to its fullest extent. But it does not replace flesh and blood, hanging out in person, talking, getting to know one another, sharing trials, tribulations, good times, bad times, human connection. There's no substitute. Where do you go now? Josh, what is your thing? Tell us about you now, if, if people want to discover what you do. And, and, and one thing you said to me earlier, you love connecting dots. And again, that's innately in you. I do what you guys do. I take my, you know, I take my own information every day. You know, just this, what we did today in Sunset Sound Studios. Yeah. I'm going to go and shake hands and see, you know, if, if there's something. Let's just talk. Let's start at the human element. Let's start bouncing back and forth. And as you've seen, this was not plan none of this that we're talking and you just got to get out there and the hardest thing i think for us as creative folks or entrepreneurs or just going i want to i want to do something is getting outside of our head you know and getting up and doing it the internal dialogue i do believe is our own worst enemy right and and my wife i think she reminds me of every day she's like look stop talking yourself out of it just get up make the decision do it get it done and move on. Now, I'm on this new kick. Yes. My keyword for 2018 is consistency. I love it. Now, as a young person growing up, we're consistent in our practice. As we call musicians, we call it in the woodshed. We're shedding. Yes. Right? Yeah. You- we're constantly, we're consistent for 10, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when, when it's time to step center stage and mm-hmm. step into the spotlight, we lose all perception. We're like, wait a minute, I'm disoriented. I don't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Now I started reading The Compound Effect mm. by Daryl Hardy, who's yeah. saying yeah. small incremental daily actions that become habits mm-hmm. in whatever lane that you're trying to operate in mm-hmm. will surmount into something, will accumulate. Absolutely. And amount to something big and as long as it aligns with your core values. So he's saying what you said. Every day, look at your core values. Yes. Are you doing those compounded actions to perpetuate that? I love it. Right? Yeah, it's what, yes. And you're right. And that's basically what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He says it much better than I, but you, you just said it. It's overcoming the internal default inside ourselves that goes, you can't do this. You're not going to do it. All the voices right. we hear. That's why we have to get around the campfire and surround ourselves with other folks because they may give you the pat on the back you need to make it through that day. So to line up and close on this, did I want to get on a plane yesterday and come out to L.A.? I love the city. No. I've got a wife and two children home. Right. But I knew 100% nothing would happen if I stayed back at home and didn't come to this. That's the biggest thing. So my, what I would leave on, sit around the campfire with folks, reach out, and it's okay not to be okay all the time. And, and I, think we're, I think we're scared of that. I think we live in a society that tells us we've got to be okay all the time. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. You will meet your best in the, in the vulnerable moments. And, then, and that's when you can celebrate the high fives we talked about. Wow. Yeah. Get out of our own heads. Stop that internal default mechanism that just naturally goes to the negative outcome. we got to reprogram our minds because at the end of the day, we are in control. 
We just got to tell ourselves this whole mindfulness movement really uh, supports that concept. And that when you have that internal dialogue and you can't shut it off, think about your body. Think about all the organs inside your body and think about how they're keeping you alive. That'll shut up that internal negative voice. Listen, gratefulness, being there for one another, committing, right? Having group interactions on a regular basis can help us overcome all of these things. Make your voice heard. Leave a review and subscribe at the Career Musician Podcast. Where can folks find you? Man, unfortunately, I'm not big on the social media. Th- I'm on LinkedIn. Okay. I'm LinkedIn. on LinkedIn, yeah. LinkedIn. Josh so, Pegram. Josh Pegram on LinkedIn. You can find me there. And Other than that, you go through Nomad to get my number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's all cool. And you, I connect the dots as your company on LinkedIn. Basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah like, that's what I've been doing for, I think, the last decade. It's, I looked at it and I said, wow, I've been doing this for a minute now. So, but again, started knocking on doors and it was easier but now married with two children and uh you know this has been awesome this is fun watching james the engineer come That's in right and he's Wa- gonna be next yeah he's, he's a big part of this and you know watching his chill bump factor and watching his enthusiasm right. it's beautiful to see this stuff man Incredible. you know yeah and so that's the fun part while we ultimately got in this wow. for the chill bumps so, so just cute. keep doing what you do man those are the best words of encouragement keep doing what you do do what you do. I'll do what I do. Let him and her and they do what they do. And together, we can all have our own little space. If you think about music as a whole, there's so many different artists and groups and bands that have influenced us over the years. Think about everything that you listen to in your daily playlists. And for back in the day, if you had a vinyl collection or a cassette collection, man, there's so much. There's so many different varieties of music. We can all do this together and find our niche. So let's just keep doing what we do. I love that, Josh. Thank you. Uh, let's see what he has to say about social media. I just think, you know, as Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all these great things, but Amanda takes us and puts us in our most happiest of times that are synthetic again, I think for most, not all. But I would like to put real book up because I think that's what needs to be seen is the real moments of life. And then we can go, okay. I'm doing okay. I'm not doing that bad. So, but for some reason, we're captured in this illusion that we got to take our five minutes of perfect. That's usually caused a fight happens getting that picture always. So it's just Facebook and Instagram. I love you guys. I don't use your services and Snapchat, but let's do real book. Let's put a conversation out there. I'm not doing great today. Yeah, I'm in LA. I'm a musician and I'm on tour and it looks like I'm rocking, but the soul's not great today. Or it is great today. It's okay to share that it's good o- stuff. It's okay to share both. both sides. Yeah, but for some reason, we set up a, a society that says you can only share the good stuff or you will be judged. And then you said it's putting unnecessary pressure on ourselves. It's unnecessary pressure on ourselves, that voice that we talked about earlier. And then our wives or our spouses or our friends or kids, then they put pressure on themselves. And that's the sad part. So we're already hard enough on ourselves. I don't need another external voice. (laughs) How's this for irony? 
Be sure to follow The Career Musician on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> like, subscribe, follow, leave a review, please. But seriously, we need each other. That's how we help propel one another into the future. And may those futures be bright. Once again, I had a true pleasure bringing you this episode. I distinctly remember conducting the interview in the lounge over at uh, Sunset Sound. And initially, I was a little apprehensive to ask Josh, hey, man, I really love, you know, our connection. I love all the things we're talking about. Would you mind being a guest on my podcast? And you know what? That's how it usually happens. I love the impromptu nature of podcasting in general. And uh, just a reminder to let us know that's what life is all about. Sharing, learning, right? Wisdom, knowledge, experience. That's what brings us all together and it brings us through life. And what Josh is saying, I think, you're not the only one. If you're going through something, share it with somebody. We can almost guarantee you someone's gonna be able to identify and help lift you up. Or maybe you just commiserate, but that's good too. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Once again, my name is Nomad, the career musician, and seriously, please leave a review on iTunes. That'll help us get higher ratings. Please subscribe on iTunes, and then, of course, listen on all your other platforms that you prefer. That's it for this episode. Stay tuned for more of The Career Musician, Nomad signing off. That's a wrap for today. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe to The Career Musician Podcast. I'm just a nomad, nowhere man Writing the songs in this one-man band A nomad, yeah I'm a nomad, It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.